I first saw it back at the beginning of college. This brand new brand from Toyota was bringing Japanese inspired designs to North America. They were bringing their inner city key cars to North America, not in the exact same size, but similar in designs. Scion was here and they wanted to make a statement for the North American marketplace. They wanted to show the world that youth brands can be cool. And with it came one of its most influential designs from Japan outlining cityscapes. One that would soon traverse onto many other North American products which had already happened long before. The Scion XB was it. And what was it? It was a brand new look into the future of toasters. Yes, toasters vehicles and as we all learned from the Kia Soul when it came out not everybody wants to drive around in a toaster which there are in fact we'll talk about that later so today we're taking a look at the toasters of the automotive world autolog.net autopod streaming day or night coming right at you right here right now Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J, talking to you from our host site on podbeam.com and over on our website at autolux.net, where you'll find automotive websites from around the globe, one of the most diverse collections of automotive websites you can find on the internet from autolux.net. And while there, check out many of our other podcasts, blogs, or rate vehicles while traversing along our website at autolux.net. And coming to you from our Podbeam host site, we will. We are found on many other streaming sites along with Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and hell, even iTunes. Yes, find the autolux.net podcast there for all your automotive news. Now, today we are talking about toasters. Yes, toaster cars. They do exist and they've been around. Now, looking back in to the late 60s and into the 70s, toaster vehicles became a little bit more prevalent, seeing the two-box design of vehicles. Now, these two-box designed vehicles were something that were simplistic. They allowed car companies to build a vehicle a lot quicker than anything else because it was a simplistic design. There was a lot less stamping, a lot less bending into the metals to create these designs. This can really be seen when you start looking into the early 80s with a lot of vehicles, especially that of the Ford Bronco and Chevrolet Blazers. Check them out. They are two-box designs. Even the Silverados and F-150s at that time were two-box designs. Now, those wouldn't classify as a toaster, and why not? Why can't a truck classify as a toaster? Well, in that sense, it would have to be an upside-down toaster, and because considering the fact that its two-box design is not in coordination with each other, where the cab is the only upper portion of that design, it doesn't give you the image of being a full cube. Not the not over at the Nissan Cube, which defines itself by its toaster car image. But there are many other vehicles out there. Hell, take a look at the Caravan. The original Dodge Caravan, the one that pioneered the minivans into the mainstream. We all know that the original Combi and Microbuses, the ones that started the minivan craze, but the Caravan pushed it into the mainstream and take a look at its original design. We all know these things come off of the K-Car platform, one of the most universally beneficial products to ever come out of Chrysler Corporation. Hell, it was their savior back in the 80s from bankruptcy and allowed them to blow up onto the scene and even be able to purchase a Lamborghini, which helped them build the Viper, which can be found in our Viper podcast over on our website and Podbean. But toaster designs, these are things that give you the 
image of it a toaster. And like we gave you that image at the very beginning of this episode, the Scion XB. What can be more of a giant gelatinous cube? This is the original Scion XB, considering the fact that it had hard edges and it looked like an exact cube where the only notch on it was to give you a windshield to see out of the front. Now, everybody may think that minivans or vans in general would be the main place for toaster vehicles in the automotive world. And we like to say, unless you're considering key cars in the minivan market, there's not a lot of actual minivans in the toaster segment. They are there. Like we said, the key cars are there, the micros. But in standard minivans, cargo vans, compact vans, passenger vans, extended vans, there aren't a lot of two box designs into the toaster category. Where you'll find a big amount of toaster vehicles is actually hiding within plain sight. You will find them in the crossover utility market and the sport utility market. Yes. And I bet you right as I said sport utility market, you immediately thought of a few. Are you thinking about the Jeep Commander or the original Mercedes G-Class SUV? That is the epitome of luxury boxes on wheels. One that has actually been copied twice in its time frame. Now, if you take a listen back to our expose on Jeep and its influence, you'll find out that Mercedes G-Class is part of that influence from Jeep, where Land Rover even helped them in. But the original Defender wouldn't really fall into a toaster vehicle due to the fact that it actually has character lines. A lot of toasters are defined by the fact that they don't have a lot of character. They are simplistic, boring designs that can easily be replicated on many different products. Hell, it could be replicated across the entire platform with minimal changes. Think about it. The Nissan Frontier and the Nissan Pathfinder of the early 90s. The Pathfinder was a toaster. It was a very simplistic design with a flat front where the grill is. With the only curved line coming up from the front would be, in fact, from the windshield. But it is essentially a hard edge vehicle. Now, when we say hard edge, we're not talking about the hard edge design that Cadillac had in the late 90s and early 2000s when they brought the CTS out. The CTS, even in wagon form, still wouldn't fall into the classification of a toaster. Think about it. It's short and tall. So when you look into that classification, for toaster vehicles, you have to find vehicles that are short and tall. Now, the Jeep Commander and even the GMC Yukon of the late 2010s are products that are outside of the classification of small. But where they stand in the toaster arrivals is the fact that they are still essentially a two-box design. These are ones that would be front to back four slice toasters. Yes, the four slice toasters. And like we described in the beginning, the Kia Soul was one of those vehicles that tried to pioneer itself away from the toaster designs of the early 2000s. Like, take a look at the early 2000s on our autolux.net website for this podcast, Toasters, and you will see a few. We have the Scion XB, the Land Rover LR3, which became the Discovery, the Jeep Commander, the Ford Flex, the Honda Pilot, the Kia Mojave Borrego, Honda Element, Nissan Cube, the Mercedes G-Class was still there, held the original Toyota Land Cruiser, were still kicking around. How many of those vehicles and right before the end? The new caravan. All of these vehicles looking like giant toasters. Sorry to say that I actually own one of these toasters, but that's a little other part to describe a little further on in this podcast. These toasters were becoming big. They maximize interior space. They minimize 
nice extra stamping because now all you'll have to do is flip the stamping from one side of the door to the other side of the door when they're essentially the exact same. You can make tons of them. You can shorten it up. You can create different variations of it. You can create a soft top, a hard top, a two door, and a four door. It gets easier and easier all because of its simplistic design. And like we said, it maximizes interior space. One of those things that the Ford Explorer, very first generation, started to show us. Now, the Explorer was essentially just a four-door version of the Ford Bronco 2 at that time. But if you look at the Ford Bronco 2 at that time, its design itself is a miniature toaster. Where the Ford Explorer, with four doors, pushes you into the actual toaster appeal. Now, a lot of people didn't realize that back in those days because in the 80s and early 90s, vehicle designs were still very simplistic. We were moving into the, the new age of automobile design and safety features, which had to have integrated bumper features, bumper guards along the side of the vehicles, and had to be able to withstand harsh impacts in crumple zones. So the easiest way to combat that is essentially a toaster design. It's strong, it's hard, it's big, it maximizes space, it gives people the most amount for the least amount of money. Toasters were it. They were an amazing thing. Now you will see them throughout the 90s, but not as extensively as the early 2000s. Like we said, you have things like the Pilot, the Flex, the Borrego, and the Element. Hell, even the Nissan Cube, which is a defining moment of its name. The Nissan Cube, which is the funny thing is a Scion XB and even Honda Element are more of a cube than the actual Nissan Cube. Nissan Cube actually has more curvature along its finishing lines than some of its competitors. Then you get into products like the Ford Flex. Minivans were out and crossovers and the SUV craze were starting to come out. People were moving into bigger vehicles. Well, Ford didn't want to give up on having a vehicle that maximized on the interior space to put you and all your family and all the products you want to bring on vacation in one spot. Crossover utility vehicles and even SUVs were a little bit harder on gas and were a little bit harder to make safe when you turn them into toasters. Think about this. The Honda Pilot and Kia Borrego are not the safest vehicles to drive around. Personally, I have driven a Mazda CX-9 and a Kia Borrego. And while taking an off-ramp and going all the way, doing my 180 degree turn, I have found that the CX-9, I could go faster on that corner because of its design elements. It wasn't top heavy. And if you remember from the early 2000s, that's what a lot of people told you. Even the Simpsons made fun of it with the Canyon Arrow. The Canyon Arrow, if you take a look at it, looks like a toaster vehicle. It essentially is a Mercedes G-Class smashed together with the original Ford Explorer. Yes, Canyon Arrow, the only SUV endorsed by a clown. Yes, Krusty the Clown. But what does Marge do with that to save her family in the end of the episode? She turns the vehicle sharply on its side because she has learned that all safety regulations state for top-heavy SUVs within the toaster category of designs when turned excessively in a sharp force at a high rate of speed they're more likely to tip over these are vehicles that don't pass the moose test when they are put through it now products like the scion xb and nissan cube don't fall into this category because they're built of car-based platforms and lower to the ground now they can still be top heavy considering the fact that a lot of these vehicles use undersized tires 
But again, would you drive a toaster? In today's world, how many vehicles out there are still being built as toasters? Well, with an exploding market in Asia still, you will find toaster-inspired vehicles. Hell, even in emerging markets, you'll find toaster-inspired vehicles. Go to, to Africa and you will find a company called Mobius Motors. And their Mobius Motors, the original product, was essentially a giant cube on wheels. Very basic design for a very simple task. Now, their second generation, the Mobius Motors 2, encloses the original design a little bit. It makes it so it's interior comfortable, which means there's no more canvas seats, there's no more open back, there's no more exposed steel bumpers, but it still is a toaster on wheels because it is still trying to maximize interior space for the people that want to buy it. Plus, it has to have an off-road ability for it to be able to move around many of the African countries it is sold in. Then you move into products like the Ford Bronco. We all saw it come back last year in 2021. The Bronco is back. But is the Bronco a toaster? Yes, it is. Compared to its counterpart, the Wrangler, the Bronco is a toaster. It has a very simple design. And if you check out our rating systems for the Bronco on autolux.net, you'll find out that the Bronco rates under what the Wrangler does. And all due to the fact that its design is very simple. There are no character lines along the side, which a lot of toaster vehicles have. There's not a lot of definitive character lines along it. Basically adds into its simplistic design. Tell me, how many people out there right now are listening have toasters with really cool looking designs? Or is it just giant stainless steel or steel product that's essentially a box you put your toast into? Well, essentially, you put your bread into to turn into toast. A lot of them will have curved tops but besides that there's not a whole heck of a lot of difference to them you may have you know a two-tone coloring between the plastic and the steel parts of it but besides that there is no character to the side it is one flat panel like we said, many toaster vehicles fall into that. Now, taking a look at vehicles like the Jeep Commander and the Liberty, they still had wheel wells on the exterior of it. What gave them the definitive image as a toaster vehicle was the fact that they were still really top-heavy and really boring when it came to the design aspects. Now, like we said, toasters are one of these things that will help emerging countries get into vehicles, like we said with Mobius Motors. You're seeing a lot in India and China as well, but there are still some vehicles out there that fall into the toaster category that you won't even believe until you put them up against the toaster and go look at them and say ah now I see it. Take a look at the 2015 GMC Yukon and the 2015 Infiniti QX80. How tall are those products? Do they not look lopsided? Seriously, bring the front grille straight up and meet it with the roof line. Add that little, those two extra lines at the front of it. Do those two vehicles look like a toaster now? They will. But why? Why are these big companies, these companies with you know great amount of research and development are making toaster products, are making them for the luxury feel? Because they can. And considering the fact that the Yukon shares its underpinnings with both the Suburban, the Tahoe, and the Escalade, it's all simple. Now, why doesn't the Suburban and Escalade fall into the toaster category? Because the front ends of both of those vehicles is very different than the Yukon's. The Yukon's is more of a flat face front, where all you need is two lines to even out the box image. The Suburban has a curvature along the front end, which takes away from that. And the Escalade has a pointed front end, which unless you got a very fancy toaster, it's not the same. So like we talked about earlier with making, you know, the Kia Soul basically saying to everyone, we're 
tired of driving toasters. Even in that, the Kia Soul almost is a toaster in its sense as well. But when you take a look at products like the Ford Flex, the Honda Pilot, and the Kia Borrego, hell, even the Honda Element, drop their suspension, or in some cases, like the Borrego, lift the suspension, add some aftermarket wheels, and tint the windows. Seriously, tell me how much more different do those vehicles look? You want to see proof of it? Take a look at the Honda Element SC, their sport version, right before the Element disappeared. And it starts to look a little bit better. You look at it, and it's kind of like a double take. And you're like, is that an Element? Toasters are one of the few vehicles out there which will turn heads more than anything else when they're customized. How many people, when they saw a customized Scion XB, had to take a second look at it? Bet you a few. Hell, customize the Suzuki Jimny. The Ford Bronco. Hell, even a Ford Flex. Do you remember the Chip Foose edition of the Ford Flex? Bigger wheels, two-tone color paint, and it was different. It made it look sportier. Hell, a Honda Pilot. Most Honda vehicles, inclusive of the original CRV, add some lowering springs and some larger five-point squared-off rims, and they look so much better. Help my Borrego. I gave it a custom hood design, blacked out the grills and the logos, and added some billet-style aftermarket rims to it. And I went from having a bland, boring toaster that everybody thought was just that, a toaster. It blended in with everything except for the fact that of that Kia logo on the front because it's essentially a unicorn. But when I customized it, people now start looking at my vehicle and I'm like, what is that? I start getting asked that question. Well, what is it? And I tell them it's a Kia Borrego. It's a toaster on wheels. But I made it look better with a few modifications. The aftermarket industry can turn around so many different vehicles. Now, not every toaster can be done this way. How many people have dropped and put some nice rims on a caravan and, well, it's still a caravan, right? Not like a Volkswagen Golf. You drop that thing and dub it out. A Golf is a Golf. It is a killer car. Seriously, lowering springs and bigger rims, that's it. That's all they need. With a few of these toaster vehicles, two box designs, it'd be very similar as well. Not all of them, just some of them. So really, do we need toasters in the world? Well, for a few companies out there, they do need toasters. Everybody needs a toaster. Everybody wants one of those toaster vehicles in their lineup because they want one vehicle that speaks to those customers that say, I want the biggest amount of interior space. I go camping or, you know, for where I live, the easiest standpoint, let's go Americanize and Canadianize. Uh, I got to take my football or hockey team on the road quite often in the summertime. And we got to be able to fit at least five people in that vehicle plus all of our gear to go to these tournaments constantly. What vehicle do you have? Well, if you watch the movie Daddy's Home and how Will Ferrell's character in that movie goes on and on about his Ford Flex and then Mark Wahlberg's character talking about it in the end of the movie saying, hey, it is an amazing vehicle because of its maximized amount of interior space. I could fit everything in here and go up to the cabin on the weekend and I don't have to fight with an on top egg. It's it. It maximizes it. It's got tons of cup holders. Not, not tooting the horn about the Ford Flex, but it was essentially an underrated product. Similar to that, the Lincoln MKT. But some of these toasters are big products. The Honda Pilot, the second generation Pilot, was a toaster. When I saw it came out, I said it is a toaster on 
wheels. And that is essentially the vehicle that the Kia Soul was going after on its hamster commercial. Yes, the Honda Pilot. Because I got sick and tired of all these two box designs coming from the Japanese competition. But then again, Kia brings out the Borrego. And they bring out their own toaster. The only difference between their toaster and the Honda's toaster, it's easier to make the Kia toaster look cool than it is the Honda toaster. And the Kia toaster is also a body-on-frame vehicle, which adds in an extra bit of cool to it as well. So really, in the end, do we need toaster products? Yes, 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 and yes. Like we said, interior space, it maximizes it to the full extent. This helps companies like Mobius Motors enter marketplaces, which before may have seemed to be impossible to enter. It helped companies like Hyundai and Toyota break into markets. And it allowed companies like Mercedes and even Force Motors to get military contracts. The toaster allows you to bring everything with you when you need to go somewhere. And you don't have to worry about smashing your head on the roof sill as you're exiting the vehicle. Unless it's one of those little two-box Suzuki Alto Lepins. If you're not super short, you can still bang your head on the top of those ones. But that's a different story. So from myself, Everett J, and the whole Autolux and Podbeam team here, we'd like to say this episode about the toasters. If you liked it, please share like or hell even follow us on many of our different social feeds tell your friends about it tell your family about it and tell them if they're driving a toaster say hey i see you got that pilot you got a toaster trust me i tell one of my wife's friends that they drive a toaster because they have that pilot but then they iterate right back to me that i drive a toaster as well so we're toaster buddies hell gotta remember two toasters we can make four slices so share this podcast with your friends and family and if you want to tell them about it tell them that we're on every single social feed every main social feed out there and every main podcast player out there from iHeart Podcasts to Stitcher to Tuned In, Spotify, iTunes, and Amazon Music. We are all there. Autolux.net podcast. And like we said, after this podcast, if you want to see any of the vehicles that we've talked about within this podcast, head on over to Autolux.net podcasts and search for the episode title that you were looking for. Toasters. Yes, toasters. Just search for that and you'll find a wide array of pictures from this podcast. And while there, check out many of our other pages to see what you may like you may find a new car company that's got another new product you like so for myself ever j and the whole auto looks team strap yourself in for this one toaster of a ride from the toaster cars